How's it going, everybody? Joe and Luke back again. Charging Buffalo podcast, the first in-season edition. Uh, last time we were here is kind of like a, uh, I'd call it season preview maybe, but it was the season premiere for us, right? Oh, yeah. It was in-season for the show, of course. But we're back again. The Sabres have played four games. They are 1-3-0. and oh. And, uh, Joe, we're going to talk about it, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, well, mixed, very mixed. I don't know quite what to make of this team yet. Um, well, thank goodness they had that blowout win against the Flyers because I feel like without that, we'd be singing a very different song here. But I don't know because, you see, the first game, they score four goals, but, like, you gave up six. It was it was a rough one, to yeah. say the least. But every game after that, I thought they played pretty well, even in two losses. Like, I thought they played a pretty decent game yesterday, pretty complete game. They just couldn't score. Right, and you know what is and promising? same thing with the second uh, Washington game. Exactly. I think this team can score. Like, they, they've shown that it's different from last year. When they score, they can really score. You know, like the talent is there. I think we've just caught some bad breaks. I know scoring one goal in one game and getting shut out in another is evidence to the other. It's a, you know, the other side, but something tells me that this team can find the back of the net. It's just uh, things haven't been going our way. It's like ice tilt in yeah. the uh, NHL series. But well, yeah, you look at yesterday, Olofsson had. <clears throat> pretty much two wide open nets you couldn't score he was skinner snake. had skinner had two point blank opportunities he couldn't score he's been snake bitten too so yes yeah, it seems like skinner can't buy a goal at this point even though he makes nine million dollars a year right and that's what happened uh, last year too <laughs> and that that's the thing too is he snake bit or is he just nervous and can't finish right i, I mean know. doesn't I he have to like, finish oh, I, I don't know if uh, we just had audio drop there. was there. a, little, I, yeah, a little glitch. Apologies for that. hearing that. But um, <laughs> it seemed like he, Skinner wasn't really getting to those scoring areas last season. Like, you didn't really see him getting those great scoring opportunities like we've seen this season and the very small sample size. So, hopefully, hopefully he's going to start finding the back of the net soon. I, I think – it's only a matter of time until he starts scoring again. Well, I think you can see it. He's working his tail off this season. He He's making an effort to, to try and move up and to try and contribute. It, what I noticed yesterday, though, when they moved him up with Stahl and uh, Olofsson, I believe, he kind of took a step back. Like, he started making mistakes. He had the no-look pass in, uh, in the offensive zone. That was right onto the tape of my been like Voracek or something, but it was a dead giveaway uh, in their own zone. And he was playing really well with what was the line? Uh, who was he with? Lazar. Yeah, and Lazar, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> then he moved up, and I noticed, like, well, he's not as dynamic on the second line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that would, I mean, at the same time, it's two new line mates. So. Probably didn't practice with them and whatnot, but 
I've liked his effort overall. He's had great effort. He's drawn penalties, which is big. Oh, he yeah. drew another one yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe sometime within the last two games, either Capitals game or uh, the first Flyers game, he drew one behind the net. Uh, so he's he's doing that well again. Uh, he's always been good at that just because of he's a, he's a unique skater and he's just different. But uh, I mean, you know, I'd like to say he's going to catch on. He's going to catch on. The goals are going to come. And if he does catch on, like I said, this team can score and it could be dangerous. Yeah, for sure. I I noticed the drawing penalties thing too. He's done at least, he's gotten at least two penalties drawn, maybe more. I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, I agree. I didn't really notice him a whole lot when he got elevated in the lineup, but overall I thought that in the third period, they did not play a really strong game up to the point when Hutton got hurt. I think they played a really good game. Hutton, he played really well. I mean, maybe it's the vision being corrected, but He's been impressive, especially in the Philly series. But that first game against Washington, probably want to forget about that. But um, that's the thing. Um, improvement. A lot has happened with the goalies since we've last been on. Yeah. Nia Solmark with an undisclosed uh, personal issue is not playing. Carter played well the last two nights and played hurt, evidently, in the second period and made a great save on uh, JVR. Mm-hmm. And now, this is very, very concerning. The Sabres have to rely likely on Jonas Johansson. I think they don't play till Friday. Well, Friday, two days from now. Yeah. So I mean, uh, a little bit. Of Hutton's probably got a concussion. Probably, like we haven't gotten any word or update on that yet. But how could they let him stay in? Like he didn't feel symptoms until he got in the locker room. Apparently, well, okay, but that's like that's on the team and on the league because one, the team should have been responsible enough and you know done their due diligence to pull him off, and the, yeah, the league spot, should... the concussion spotter should have pulled him off. If yeah, there's a there's concussion anymore. spotter. Someone in uh, Toronto or New York, wherever they are, should have said, "Get this guy off and look at him." I mean, if you're watching a football game and you saw Patrick Mahomes. Get, take that hit when yeah. he was falling to the ground. You're saying, "Oh, you got to get him off the off the field for a play." Stephon Diggs two weeks ago when he was falling against well uh, three weeks ago against uh, the the Dolphins when he's going to the ground and takes the face mask to the back of the head. If you're at home, you're saying, "I don't care if he thinks he's all right. Get him off the field for yeah. a play." That's just a responsible thing to do. Like that's that's what the medical staff is there for. Well, he looked dazed after the hit, too. Like, I thought for sure, he okay, he's coming off the ice right now, but he stayed in. But if you remember in the last episode, we were talking about, oh, the nightmare scenario where they have to rely on Jonas Johansson to be their starting goaltender. I mean, we're already there. Who knows what's going on with Allmark? We don't know. I mean, I heard he skated yesterday, but didn't dress. I thought I saw that he skated like a pregame skate, but so maybe that's promising. He's nearing a return, but if he's out for Friday, who's, who's the backup goalie? That's what I want to know. If you are Kevin Adams, are you on the phone with Craig Anderson in his representation? Well, he signed with Washington, but I think they waived him. I, well, I think he's on PTO. No, they signed him to a contract. 
damn, okay, well, that option's gone then. Seriously? The only, the only, like, NHL goalie that's available is Jimmy Howard. So, I mean, I'd probably take Jimmy Howard over Jonas Johansson, but... Now, okay, <laughs> you can laugh at me here, but is there any scenario in which we have to sign Marty Barad? I I brought this up it's yesterday. It's a possibility. I think okay. it, it's the only – I would trust Marty Baran over uh, their goalie coach. Yeah. Mike Bales, right? Mike Bales. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he has to put the pads on. But, like, what are the odds that Jonas Johansson gets hurt and they actually have to go to Marty Baran? So. Well, what if he's too – what if he's bad is what I'm saying. Like, what if he's he just is awful? Bad. He, he is. is bad. He is. He is. So, I don't know. I think it'd be hilarious if they had to play Marty Baran, but I, you I'm know rooting what? for this that. Is just... I want Baran on the bench. I think that'd be hilarious. How could they not, like, address goalie better in the offseason knowing that this was going to be a mess of a season? And, like... Well, for any team, like, there's a reason why they allow unlimited goalies. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. I'm pretty sure you can have unlimited goalies around. Take advantage of that because you're required to have three. Yeah. yeah. Take. Why didn't they take advantage of this? Like, they have space. And just sign a bunch of guys. It might have to Tukarski. be. Yeah, but like now, Takarski got a quarantine and whatnot. Lukanen is quarantining for Rochester. I don't know how much longer that is, but. I don't know. Well, it might be another scenario where um, the Zamboni driver in Toronto has to play. Like, they could be in Washington. Johansson gets shot to the face as they go to the locker room, and then the capital Zamboni driver has to come in. That it, it would probably have to thing. be something like that. That's a scary thing. One bad shot, you know, one uh, one guy gets shoved into your net, then you're like you're done right Johansson is the only like guy who's I mean I don't know where Tukarski was last year and what Michael Hauser was doing but like Johansson is the only dude who I know was playing like North American professional hockey last year where was Tukarski I don't know I I hadn't heard his name since he was with the the Canadians he I feel like he was with the Flyers I'm not sure how recent that was though like, think, Tukarski wasn't even one of the eight goalies the Flyers went to. <laughs> I know he wasn't probably with the team then years ago, but Dustin I think uh, Lukanen, if, you know, I mean, would he still have to quarantine if he's coming from Rochester to Buffalo? I don't know. That's that's a good question. Tukarski was with Wilkes-Barre last year. Okay. Yeah. He's been around. Montreal, yeah. San Diego, Anaheim, San Diego, Lehigh Valley, Rangers, Charlotte Checkers, Wilkes-Barre. So he's – talk about a journeyman, but he hasn't played an NHL game in quite a bit. So Tukarski, if he doesn't have to do a two-week quarantine just from being called up to Ro- from Rochester, who knows. But I bet the Sabres are really wishing they could have gotten an opportunity at Aaron Dell. Yeah. I mean, even Eric Comrie would have been – Yeah. A good claim. Comrie, I don't even think his quarantine is finished yet, though, so who knows? I don't get, like, 
how did they think that Jonas Johansson after training camp, you know, there was goalies that went on waivers after the training, like the scrimmage games and stuff. Yeah. How did they think he was still the number three guy? Yeah. Well, maybe they did put in a claim for Comrie and Dell, but the Devils are one spot above them. So we're never going to know, but that's true. That's true. Uh, like Anton Forsberg is a sought after piece right now. That's how like dire need teams are for goalies. Well, it makes you wish that the Corpusalo trade really happened in the off season. Yeah, maybe. I, I now goalies are in such high demand because of this. Like all the backup back to back games. Are the Blue Jackets gonna want to trade Jonas Corpusalo? I don't. Probably not. Probably not. I wouldn't. But yeah, um, I don't know what to make of this team. I, I want to be positive, but they're already one and three. You look at the standings, they're at the bottom. Like, yeah, four games in, of course, they're going to be at the bottom. But I don't know. There's not a whole lot of time. Well, in the grand scheme of things, there's still 52 games left, if my math is correct. Eichel hasn't gotten going. Taylor Hall is still getting chances. This, I think, let's take a deep breath. Yeah. Right. Take a deep breath. Things have to click. Cage Thompson, by the way, out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still jumbling things. You know, they're still figuring stuff out. It's, I mean, like it's always been, it's a matter of carrying performances from one game over to another. How long has that been an issue for this team, right? Like, yeah. when is, like, when is the last time the Sabres just went on, like, a four-game winning streak? Not not, not some aberration 10-game, 11-game winning streak. Just, like, like, in general, four games. Yeah, oh. just piece together a real three games, four games. <laughs> you it brought up a happen. really good point here because it's either win one, lose two, yeah. win one, lose three, yada, yada, yada. It's never like, okay, they just won three in a row. They've just won four in a row. It's either that or – Oh, here's a ten game win streak. Here's an uh thirteen and three stretch. Oh, go here's back an to eight the and two start. Here's eight and two. Mm-hmm. Like there there's no in between. So the way they're playing, even in these couple of losses here, uh the first game aside, I it's only a matter of time. Yes. They've shown the ability, they can score goals. The power play Really, really good on paper. But if they can get the power play going where they're scoring one or two power play goals a night, they're going to win games. Mm-hmm. And they're capable yeah. of doing that. Real quick, can you still hear me? Yeah. Good. Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. I fiddled with my uh, microphone jack. But uh, you know what's um, impressed me at least, thank God, uh, Risto has not been the problem in my opinion. Oh, not at all. I thought, I actually think he's been pretty good. He's been really good. He might be actually playing his best hockey as a saber at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think his analytics are bad either. I, to my understanding, at least. Yesterday might have been Darlene's best game also. Yesterday. Yeah, I thought he had a pretty nice game. They took him off the Montour pair, which... Thank God, because Monster has been a train wreck. I don't like him at all. I mean, he, he, I didn't see the play because I was driving home from work. 
at the time I was listening on the radio. He shoved Provorov into Hutton, oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah. He shoved shoved like he not even a shove. He like checked him in a Hutton. And before that he had a penalty, right? Earlier in the game in the first period, I think. Uh Provorov, yes. Or no, uh Montier, sorry. I don't remember. Okay. I could be wrong, but possibly. Yeah. No, uh yeah, not impressive Montour. McCabe has been there. He had a nice play in his own end, uh, stopping the puck from going in on the goal line. Did you see that one? Yes. I, I that, like McCabe this year. I, been I've been thinking about it. I've never really thought about them extending McCabe mm-hmm. past this season, but the way he's been playing this year, yeah, I would bring him back. I, you know money's what? money's right, but... I don't think the defense has really been a problem. Uh, Darlene had his struggles in the first couple games. First game, I didn't like any of the defensemen, but no. ever since then, like they're they're playing a really nice defensive game. Risto had a bad first game, but oh, yeah. uh, he's and been Montreux. great since then. Uh, but yeah, the defense has not been the problem. It's 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 crazy. I mean, seriously, uh, the losses have been. Uh, I mean, the first one was six four, but then it's it's a two one and then three nothing, which you know shouldn't have happened really. Yeah. So, you know, they're not getting blown out. A loss is a loss, obviously. But it could be worse. There, there's been no egregious turnovers. Um, the stall turnover in the first or second game. Right. That was his mistake. You know, yeah. that's what uh, ended it there. So, uh, I mean, there's things to work on. Of course, you wish it was an 82-game season because then it really wouldn't seem that bad, like, yeah, there's things yeah. to work on, but you have time to work on it. They can't get too far behind because we know how hard it is to overcome being six games below 500. Mm-hmm. And they're really not that far off from that. And yeah, like the Capitals back to back. Well, not back to back. There's a day off or two in between, but you know what I mean. I think they got the Rangers next week, too, so hopefully they can get a win or two out That's of there. That's a winnable one, though. Yeah. Yeah. The Devils might be coming up, too, but they don't really look like pushovers this year, either. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. The Penguins just beat the Capitals, too, so that's a big win for them. Have you seen that Igor Sharangovich guy from the Devils? I, think I, saw his, I saw his interview after he scored his goal. He goes, but... bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye. But uh, I'm starting to think that all the bring back Lindy people, they might not be so crazy. You got them playing pretty good hockey. He's a great coach. Oh, yeah. Right. For sure. Is Lindy a Hall of Fame coach? <sighs> this is going to be like an, uh, an episodic thing. I'm going to ask you, is so-and-so a Hall of Famer? I don't think I. he's probably good enough to be. I don't know. I don't know. Like he's got the gold medals from Canada, but no cup. Mm-hmm. And like you have like one like coach or front office person every year. Probably not. Probably not. That's okay, yeah, you're right. I mean like okay, let's let's compare it to like is Peter Laviolette a Hall of Famer? I think he's got more of a case than Lindy. Yeah, see, so if that's the case then like, you know, if Peter Lovett is a fringe guy and he's accomplished more than Lindy, then maybe Lindy's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. If Lindy but, had a cup, I think he would be, but yeah. not it's too Jack late. Adams. 
It's not too late. Devils, Devils have a future, I think. They do. They do. Jack Hughes. I've watched a little bit of the. I, I watched 10 minutes of the Devils. And Jack Hughes uh, made some questionable decisions. But just like. He's know, finding the score sheet, though. Yeah. So good for him. I'm glad he can silence all of the whack jobs who think calling a number one overall pick a bust after playing a shortened season due to a pandemic and on a bad team, a bust. Like, ridiculous. But anyway. It sounds like uh, PK has not been a disaster either. Uh, yeah, I think I, I saw on Twitter he's been playing a lot better, playing a lot of minutes too. So mm-hmm. good for him to turn around. Everyone loves PK Subban. If he can turn it around, that would be big for that team too. Because mm-hmm. when they got him, you know, he was coming off, you know, being a premier defenseman with the Predators. And uh, if he can get back to that status, then that's a, that a big plus. some pretty good pickups. So they mm-hmm. picked up Ryan Murray from the Blue Jackets. They mm-hmm. brought in Andreas Janssen from Toronto too. And wow, I forgot I about like, that one. Feel, well, who else did they bring in? I thought they maybe had an – oh, they did Corey Crawford too, but he retired. Mm-hmm. So, Well – if you look at the roster again, it's remember we always we've always had a discussion that the Devils are just a group of guys. Oh, they're Lindy, not like that anymore. But I mean, like, it, a team of like you know not really super. They don't really have a superstar, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Lindy thrives with that environment, though. I think, right? I think, yeah. yeah. Especially if you look back at like the the post Breer and Jury Sabers, they didn't really mm-hmm. have a superstar, but they had a lot of good players. Mm-hmm. That like right. look guy like Derek Roy like Drew Stafford had a really yeah Drew Stafford twenty thirty goal scorer mm-hmm. uh, Roy was arguably their best player after um, Breer and Drury left he had what seventy eighty point season in yeah so and Vanek took off mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think they got a pretty good one two center punch in Heisher and Hughes I think Hughes is going to be really good it's just going to take some a little more time than people would think, but mm. yeah, I think the devil, the devils are going to be good. Maybe not this year, but there's not any pushovers in this division. It's no. going to be tough. It's going to be not tough. Be easy. Indeed. But, uh... <laughs> what's going to happen if they are bad? Like they just continue to not be able to win games. Are they going to be sellers at the deadline? This Obviously, probably an uncomfortable topic for people to digest. But do they trade Taylor Hall? Do they trade Montour? Do they trade McCabe? What do they do? I think you got to try re-signing Hall. Yeah, I I agree. Like I think they should do whatever they can to keep him. Mm-hmm. I think having Hall and over a first round pick and a B prospect is what is going to help them win. Yeah, and make the playoffs, but. Is would it, it even would it be like or would it be like an Evander Kane trade? You know, like if it's a deadline deal like that where he's a rental, would you even get a first round pick? Or did they get, they got a first round pick for Kane? Right? Yeah, it was conditional. Kane conditional. Signed, so right. So maybe you would, but I mean, it would be a two contender. It would be a late round pick. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, a B prospect isn't that attractive with how this team evaluates talent anyway. Young talent. exactly. I mean, that's pretty much like drafting a guy, right? That's like scouting a draft prospect. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. 
and like he's getting paid eight million. You're gonna if you want to maximize the deal, you retain half his salary. But obviously, you want to keep him. Yeah. But is it possible? Is it possible? I don't know. You got a flat cap. You got a nine million dollar Jeff Skinner, and you got a six million dollar Kyle Poso standing in your way. Well, you know what? That's Adam's job to figure out. Yeah. You know, is that's... he is he going to? You got Stall coming off. He's making like three and a half. Uh, both the goalies are gone. Probably. Um, McCabe and Montour are gone. I think that's it. And Seattle's taking a player too. Mm-hmm. But you also got to sign Darlene and Yokiharu. If you're losing Stall, you need to address center. It's not going to be easy to move the salary around and be able to keep Hall. And Hall might just be using the Sabres for a big contract and free agency too. Mm-hmm. And it's working. Yes. He's playing really well with Jack Eichel. And both of them have six points top of the league in scoring. So. Mm-hmm. We'll oh, boy. Ideally, you want them in the playoffs. I think everyone wants them in the playoffs. But they have to at least show that they're moving in the right direction. And so far, even though it's not reflecting on the standings, I think that they are showing that there's promise here. Mm-hmm. And if you're a long-time listener, you know, like, I'm brutally honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to call them out and say that they're playing, like, poop. Right. But <clears throat> I, The original I I think... name of the show was Cautiously Optimistic. Yeah. That's right. been, been our culture since then, mm-hmm. 2017. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them, like, 10 games. Mm-hmm. Until I Remember the 05-06 tests? They started yeah. seven and eight. Yeah, <laughs> I right. think about that so, every year. We're, I'm going to give them time until I can make a full determination that they're good or not. But I'm on the fence right now. <clears throat> Was there anything else you wanted to address before I get into my nonsense, random thoughts? Uh, I want to talk about Pierre Luc Dubois. Oh yes, okay. Um, around two o'clock today, you might have already seen it, but. Uh, I made a article on why the Sabres should trade for Columbus Blue Jackets center Pierre-Luc Dubois. Check that out and keep an eye out for it if you're listening before 2 o'clock. But I think the Sabres should be all in on this. And they, Eric Stahl has been a massive disappointment in the early days of the season. I think if they can get Pierre-Luc Dubois, you get that bonafide, like, high-end number two center behind Eichel Mm -hmm. that you can put Skinner with, elevate his game if Kruger decides to go in that direction. But I think it's a no-brainer. Do they need this first-round pick this year? Absolutely not. I don't know what the Blue Jackets... It's not a bad draft. There's just not a consensus number one guy. There's just a lot of really good players. Uh, The other day in the TCB group chat you said something about if we lose if we lose all mark then it's owen power season and i was like who the hell is owen power did they sign a goalie or something i didn't know about (laughs) and i looked up i was like oh no he's a prospect yeah so and they if all mark is out a long time i don't know if hutton is going to be able to man down the fort and not if he's not concussed but 
it probably is own power season if they don't have if they have to rely on Jonas Johansson to be their starting goalie for a significant amount of time. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I lost my train of thought. Okay, yeah, Dubois. Sorry. Dubois. What do they give up? I don't know. Blue Jackets are probably looking for a center, and they're probably like, "Hey, I want Dylan Cousins." If we're doing right. this trade, and I I did a Twitter poll last week. What do you give up, Dylan Cousins? If it meant getting Pierre Luc Dubois, and like six, almost seventy percent of the people said, "Heck no, yeah, no way." He's looked too darn good. He, he has looked right really in. good. He's mm-hmm. looked really, really good. But I, yeah, I don't know. I'm on the fence with that too, because like at the same time, like Cousins isn't going to help you win this year. Dubois will, and the Sabers really need to break this playoff drought because I hate to say it, but like this is nothing. The pain that Sabres fans are feeling right now is minuscule in compared comparison to what the potential pain can be. Mm-hmm. And that's in July when Bob McKenzie tweets, oh, hearing Jack Eichel just requested a trade, hearing Taylor Hall is testing the free agent market. Pain, 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 pain. They've become, I think I said this before, but they've become the Los Angeles Clippers. The really like the bad era Los Angeles Clippers, the first forty years of their existence. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> seriously, they it's the same thing. They can't draft. They 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 bring in big names and then trade them for other either promising guys or like fading stars, and it doesn't work out. They can't like nothing goes right. They have injuries that derail their season. Like players want out. It's it's the same situation. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't imagine this team without Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall right now. So, I don't know, maybe Eichel gives him another year. Maybe he gives Adams two years to show, like, okay, let's get this thing going. But, I don't know, you got Jeff Skinner, who is in the coach's doghouse making $9 million a season. And what's really disheartening is, like, seeing the Senators actually compete with good teams. Oh yeah, they look fun. The Sanders mm-hmm. look really fun. It's like how how did that happen? Right? Like how did their rebuild? I mean, are we still rebuilding? I mean, like how did they I don't get think ahead the of Sanders us? Are a rebuilding team. They're not, but no. But Sanders, how did they get ahead Sanders of us? Sanders are just about done. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't I don't think that the Sanders are there yet. Not at all. But they're, they're better. Like you know, they're away. they're in good shape. Right. Well, they did bring in some good veterans. They brought in Dadnov. They brought in Stepan. Mm-hmm. The Tampa trade, like they brought in some decent. Do they have Chenyuk? Yeah. He scored yesterday. Yes, he did. Because they're they're facing the Jets. And uh, yeah, I was like, can they get Chenyuk? They've been Montreal. drafting decently well too. What's that? The Sounders have been drafting decently well, too, and they're starting mm-hmm. to break in. Stutzla has a goal? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. One of their – Josh Norris scored yesterday, too. Yeah, he did. I First NHL goal. But part of that oh, Carlson trade, like, if they were to trade Eichel, like, they need it to be, like, massive, like, the yeah. Duchesne and Carlson trades. Like, that's the only way. I don't think you can justify it even at that point, but – if he wants out, you gotta, you gotta like 
absolutely get a team to break the bank for him. Yeah. So, yeah. Ugh. I don't even want yeah. to think about it. But in that scenario, you can't just have Dylan Cousins as your guy. As a 20-year-old, you know, like, you got to get a guy. And I think Dubois can be that guy. The, who, the maybe era. he's not, like, a high-end number one center, but he's, like, a really good two set. Two, He'd be two your seat. Vanek after Jareem Brer left. Yeah, pretty much. Right? That's a fair yeah. comparison. So, he brings a two-way dimensional game that we haven't seen since Ryan O'Reilly has been here. Since Botterill traded him for packing peanuts um yeah i think i don't think it's gonna happen but sabers have inquired according to darren Dreger. but and about barkov which yeah. surprised me but i don't think that's likely i didn't barkov even hear anything about him. going anywhere barkov's not going anywhere no. dubois i think in the off season i think he goes mm-hmm. or maybe they uh fix the relationship who knows but, but- what young kid wants to play for that lunatic Tortorella? Right. I mean, like you're like crazy if you're a grown man that wants to be there, get yelled at, like you're like you're. In yeah. Johansson, Ryan Johansson was with uh, Tortorella too, right? Or was that too early? He might have been. Yeah, I, I think so. I think Is that so. 2014. We're that talking like 20, 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Torts was there in 2015. Yeah, but they probably are looking for another Johansson for Jones type trade, and in this current situation, I don't think the Sabers can give the Blue Jackets what they want. Like, if they want a first round pick, I think they should give them a first round pick. If they want Ristolainen, give them Ristolainen. Mm-hmm. But like, they're probably not in a position to be like, "Oh, here's Dylan Cousins," because after Dylan Cousins, like you got Jack Quinn, but you don't really have a center prospect. Mm-hmm. So that's right. I think if they want Quinn, take him. If they want the first-round pick, take him. If they want Middlestad, you can have him. If they were like, okay, we'll do this, but we need Reinhardt, I would give it some pause because of the chemistry with Eichel and how well that they play on the same line. But uh, mm-hmm. I'd rather trade Olafson in that trade. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, too. They like, Would they think about dealing Olafson? Because he's not irreplaceable, you know, like – I worry about Olafson's next contract. Yeah. That's going to be like a seven, $8 million deal because he's going to be a 40 goal scorer. Maybe not this season, but next season in a full 82 game season. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't do anything at five on five. He's a one trick pony. Mm-hmm. He scores on the power play and he's really good at it. Like exceptionally good at it, but I don't want to say, like, oh, you can easily easily replace that because we haven't really had that in the past 10 years. But Right. I, I mean, know. he's kind of taking on the Evander Kane rule. If it, well, no, because Evander Kane was more five-on-five scoring, actually. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, not really accurate on my part. but I don't know. If we're talking a Dubois trade, I think I would be very open to including all of My brain keeps going back to Risto. Well, yeah, Chad Dinaminesis said that there was a Risto trade to Columbus at the deadline last year that was on the table for Josh Anderson, I believe. So mm. he's looking good. Yeah, Montreal it was a good pickup. But do you think Reinhardt could be? Uh... If I'm the Blue Jackets, I would want Sam Reinhardt for sure. Mm. 
maybe they decide like, hey, maybe you can play him at center. Mm-hmm. But now, what about our right wing without Reinhardt? That's another tough part to swallow. Yes. Maybe you keep Cousins at right wing now that you have Dubois as your second line center. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I'm the Sabres, I'm aggressively trying to get Pierre Luc Dubois. Check out that article at thechargingbuffalo.net when you get the chance. Mm-hmm. What would you give up? What do you think? For Dubois, uh, my, well, it wouldn't be both of these guys. Of course, my brain goes to one of these two, Reinhardt or Risto. You'll need a first-round pick, maybe get a third in return, too, just because mm-hmm. you know, you're giving up a lot for a young player who doesn't, I don't think, wants to be there. Uh, so I think one of those two players and a first-round pick might get it done just because I think we'd have the leverage uh, yeah. with the feud that's going on. Um, but I, I'd, I'd also want a mid-round pick in return just to make it look better. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I, why not make it bigger and try and get one of the goalies? Okay, yeah. We'd go for a mega deal, get a goalie. I, I brought that up in the article. Mm-hmm. Can you get uh, Corpusalo and Dubois? What does that take? Well, I think that would have to include Cousins. Yeah. That would have to be Reinhardt or Risto and Cousins and a first. Oh, my God. I, that I would be think... a mega deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And I, I think I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Getting the yeah. alert, I'd be excited, right? I always think, does it pass the, 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 the phone notification uh, test? Right. Well, will I be appalled when I first see it, or will I be like, wow, okay? I think if they did decide to trade Cousins for Dubois, I think a lot of people would be disappointed that, oh, we finally have this really good prospect and we just traded him. But, Mm -hmm. like, they just got Pierre Luc Dubois. Yeah, you're getting another really good emerging just off the list. He's 22, 23 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was excellent in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Like when your team sucks and you're talking about trading star prospects, it's not easy to talk about. <laughs> That's for right. sure. I wonder with like the way the schedule is and how um, like the divisions, you know, how teams are just restricted to certain opponents, how trading if teams are skeptical trading or not. I, I was thinking about this the other day too. Are we gonna see like a boring trade deadline? Right. Because teams aren't going to want to give up assets and then have to wait the quarantine. Right. Because it'll be going to be a boring year for trades. I really do. It'll be a week or two before that trade really takes effect for your team. So like in the interim, you're losing an NHL, like you're losing a roster player waiting for another to come in. So like, I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. But you know, with the, or if you have, any tanking teams, maybe they are like, oh, let's let's get this guy out of here right now. Mm-hmm. Then, like, say the Blackhawks want to tank. Like, they're already bad enough. Maybe they don't have to tank. Also, there's not, there aren't any players worth tanking for this year, may I also add. But, like, who's a guy the Blackhawks can trade? What if they're like, okay, we're going to trade Patrick Kane to the Rangers, whatever. I had a dream. Oh, my God, it's crazy. Just last night, uh, like as in I woke up today, I had a dream 
uh, that Patrick Kane requested a trade. Isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's say so, like, Kane goes to the Rangers or the Kings, something crazy like that. The Blackhawks, okay, they'll be without Patrick Kane, big impact to their team, and they won't get the return for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So... Might teams trade more within the state? So, like, would the Panthers and Lightning deal with that each other? Or, like, or will they be, like, okay, we're facing you guys right now, and you brought up Craig Anderson. Okay, the Sabres are in D.C., are, and they're without a goalie. They're like, okay, we'll give you future considerations for Craig Anderson. That's right. So there's no quarantine. Like, there's a way around it. Mm-hmm. Like, we saw with the Ian Cole for – uh what the heck is his name? Ian Cole trade with Minnesota and Colorado yesterday. Defenseman for defense. I didn't know there was a trade yesterday. Ah, it was Ian Cole for ah, – what the heck is his name? He I didn't played, even see that. He played for Montreal. He, Minnesota gave him a longer-term deal, overpaid. They're both pending UFAs. Ah, uh, uh, man. Swap a veteran defenseman. Greg Patteron. Oh, Greg Patteron wow. for Ian Cole. I wouldn't have thought about that. Playing. Where were they playing? Let's see. I guess they were both playing like kind of close and they just like put them on buses. Yeah, they're both playing California. So they oh, were able wow. to just have the players like meet the team. So they didn't have to quarantine. Very interesting. Like, there's ways around it, but mm-hmm. maybe we won't see a lot of activity at the trade deadline, and we'll just see more like steady flow of activity throughout the season. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, teams are gonna have to get creative. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like think of what the Sabers would do at the deadline because I don't know. Even if they are bad, I just don't see them selling. I don't know. I think it would be Hall that they're selling. And Stahl. Hall and St- Hall Stahl. What do they got for Stahl, though? Third-round pick. I mean, I would. Second-round pick? If they're bad, why the heck not, you know? Yeah. Because teams are going to value that leadership. And center depth. And, yeah, so I don't know. It's tough because, like, you really want them to just be buyers – and make the playoffs, but the way it's going, mm-hmm. if they're bad, like they're probably not going to make the playoffs. Let's let's be honest with ourselves here. Uh, top four teams in division make it. They can make it. Obviously, they could go on a run, but mm-hmm. if we're being realistic here, who knows? Evidence probably... that it's still early in the season is that the Devils are currently in a playoff spot in their division. Really? Well, in our division. Well, the, the, Sabres are in, are two, right? the Sabres are two points out of a playoff spot, I believe. Yeah, they're two back of the Islanders. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Let's win some games. Let's win some games. I don't want to have to talk about trading Taylor Hall because I want this dream to ride out for a little bit longer. <laughs> I don't want to have to talk about trading anybody, you know? Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, like... I'm, done. I'm done with that. I want to be past that point. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Anything um, else? <clears throat> Capitals are coming up. Again. Again? Yeah. 
They got them on Friday and Sunday. Sunday is going to be a fun day. You got it will be three, very fun. Three o'clock face-off, Sabres and Capitals, and then right after the game, you got Bills and Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes going to play. What do you think? I think he will, but it's not going to be 100% Patrick Mahomes. His toe yeah. is banged up, which is a brutal, brutal injury, especially for someone like him with how he moves. And if that really is a nerve issue, right? I mean, that can screw you up too. Who knows? True. Uh, I mean, that's why he got up looking all frazzled, I think, right? I mean, right there in the yeah. neck area, that screws up your equilibrium, I can imagine. So it's it's not going to be Patrick Mahomes at his at his best. Maybe he has a Michael Jordan flu game, though, and goes off for five touchdowns and <laughs> yeah. scorches us. One of the NFL network uh, people, <laughs> they have us winning, but – Wow, their score was fifty nine to fifty six in double OT, and I'm like, okay, no, so they're doing way. it for a meme, but <laughs> it's funny. But if you look at the breakdown, we're super even, and in in most categories, we're better than them. Yeah, I'm like, ever since the Cardinals game, they have been on fire. The they Bills have, have not so lost good. a real game since the Chiefs game. Yeah. Uh, I and imagine then imagine um, if they make the Super Bowl, though. Good God. <laughs> I'm going to get all the merch. I'm going to get the pennant. I'm going to get the shirt. Oh, yeah, me too. Might not get the hat. You're a, much, you're a much bigger Bills fan than I am, especially, like, I've probably been paying attention more since McDermott arrived. Yeah. Watching more closely. Yeah. Uh, I've been but, through it all. Yeah, like, you've been through the pain and yeah. the glory of the long drought. So. My favorite memories before this season <laughs> and, like, you know, the, the 2017 playoff season was probably Bakari Rambo picking off Rodgers twice in 2014. <laughs> That's probably... 2014, they came pretty close. That's a Kyle Orton year, right? They were 9-7. and seven. They yeah. played the, the Broncos close, who eventually went to the Super Bowl, I believe. And they lost to a 3-13 and 13 or 4-12 and 12 Raiders team in like week 16 that pretty much knocked them out. Jeez. But I love that. That's my, that's probably my favorite bill season of my fandom. Like just cause <laughs> like not like nine and seven just seemed unreachable at that point, you know, yeah. and then to finally get there. Like I remember it kind of came out of nowhere. Like mm-hmm. they were kind of like, eh, but then they started winning and then you're like, Ooh, are they going to break the yeah. drought? And then they started two and happen. two. I think well, we were, yeah, we were two and two and Orton came in. I liked Kyle Orton. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, but no, you know, like right now for me, it's like something about it, about it hasn't clicked because I'm not focused on the now. I'm not focused on soaking in the moment. I'm focused on, like, just I want it to be over, and I want to be champions right now. You know, like, yeah. I can't think – I can't think right because, like, you know, I'm just too nervous about, you know, well, let's get there. You know, let's let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. Um, and it's kind of just, like, going week by week. So I haven't really relished the moment of, like, you know, like – everyone's come together as a city, you know, look how happy Buffalo is for me. It's just like, I just, I really, really, really want this. And I can't really step aside and like, think about that for a moment, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, 
of course the year they might make it to the Super Bowl, like there's not going to be a parade. Ah, whatever. <laughs> uh, but could you imagine like how big that would be? Everybody in Buffalo would be there. Yeah, I'd be there. It would be like from <laughs> the arena to town hall where or city hall where they'd be doing yeah. it and probably more, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there'd probably be watch parties at Shays and in the arena and at the, <laughs> at the ballpark too. Like I imagine they do that. Like every possible everything venue. would close down for the day. Everything. Mm-hmm. It'd be, it'd be insane. Uh, a holiday. The, the fun thing is like, it's not just a one and done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to be good for a long time. Yeah. Like they Diggs are is still pretty young. Right. He's Alan only is, 25 or something. Yeah, yeah. like Alan is 22, 23. We right? are – yeah, he, well, he's 24 maybe. I don't know. I don't know the exact ages, but we're a destination now. Oh, yeah. Agents. Like, like, we're just like Kansas City. <laughs> Look at Kansas City. They couldn't really get anybody. You know, they were just like us. And now yeah. they have everybody going there. Tier and Matthew. Le'Veon Bell has gone there. Um, I mean, I'm sure there, there's there's other guys that – I'm not thinking of uh, – did they? Did we trade Sammy Watkins there? I think we traded Sammy Watkins. Or no, no. Watkins went to the Rams. Right, right, right yeah. yeah. Sammy Watkins went there. Uh, I don't know. We are – you know, we're going to be a destination now. Uh, mm-hmm. Plus, this team can draft. They can um, draft really well. They can, yes. Especially yes. since Taren McDermott Johnson. arrived. Yes, Gabe Davis, Taron Johnson, um, all these guys who are making plays now. Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass. I'm going to get – that's the jersey I'm going to get, by the way. <laughs> I want a Tyler Bass jersey. I just – it hit Tyler me yesterday. Bass, I really want a Tyler Bass jersey. Next year. I'm a Bass man. Um, <laughs> but, no, it's like – I just – I want it. You know, I just – I really oh, want yes. it. Oh, uh, yes. But I really – I – I really hope they win. I it, yeah. and the good thing about the Bills being so good, like you can just like forget about the Sabers probably not being a good team this year for at yeah. least another month. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna have this week if they win, then you got Pro Bowl virtual week. You can relish all that in. Then you got mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, and if they win the Super Bowl, then you got like at least another week or two of euphoria before it's gonna be five years of euphoria for me (laughs) you know it's it's not gonna wear off for quite a while uh yeah who who do you want to face would you rather face rogers brady i feel like if they face the bucks it'd be easier Mm -hmm. to win right no here's the thing i don't want any part of tom brady ever yeah, Super Bowl Tom Brady. Super Bowl Tom Brady. Listen, he swept us last year with an inferior roster and mm-hmm. playing probably inferior football. This year, he's better, and he has an all-star team. You could say the same about the Chiefs. Like, not really the Packers, you know. I think Rodgers has been a large part of, like, why they're the way they are. I mean, they're yeah. a really good team. They have really good offense, but, you know, they don't have the superstars. I don't want any part of the Buccaneers. I don't want any part of Tom Brady. I think you're a lunatic if you want to face Brady. Like, if you're focused on, like, how great would that be to get revenge on Tom Brady? No. It's about surviving, and it's about who you can beat. We can't beat yeah. Tom Brady. I'll say it right now. I don't I don't think we can. <laughs> the Bucs might be playing. I think they can take him. I don't know. I think I'd – That defense, though, is so good. 
uh, I don't want any part of that Bucks defense. I don't want any part of that offense. Like they have more receivers than we have corners that can cover. True. Yeah, they have like right. they have, they're three deep at tight end. They have like five receivers. I I don't I don't want any <laughs> part of the Bucks. I don't know. Either way, it's going to be a great game. But just like imagine, like they had a if they can win the Super Bowl, that's an impressive mm-hmm. road to win the Super Bowl. Seriously, think Josh Allen on his rookie contract, right? Yeah. You hear about that in hockey all the time. Deal. Yeah, on his rookie deal. It's like McDavid went – I don't want to compare Josh Allen to Connor McDavid. I'm going to take a step back there. But, like, Eichel <laughs> winning the cup on his rookie deal. Basically yeah. the same. But, but like, like – who They they faced – who the heck did they face in the first round? Wild Colts. card week. What? The Colts. Yeah, Colts. They, they gave him a pretty good game. It was mm-hmm. close. Then they take on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And then they are going to go – face Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and then Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Like that's not not a very easy road to mm-hmm. glory there. Maybe we're getting too far ahead of ourselves here, but yeah. Well, no, no, it, no lots to be excited about. about your Bills. There certainly man. is. There's certainly lots is. of Bills talk here. I love it. Well who can it's just... a chance to talk about the Bills. I love it. The people will understand. The yeah. Buffalo Bills Okay, listen, the biggest sports league in North America, this is how I always say it, Buffalo, right? Think of Buffalo. We're lucky enough to have one of 32 teams in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Isn't that, like, isn't that crazy? Like, sure. Buffalo, Buffalo and Green Bay are miracles. You're really. absolutely right, yeah. We are so lucky. One of the 32 teams in the most popular league in America there's time to talk about this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Buffalo's on the map now, globally. Again. I'm, I'm hyped. Sunday's going to be a big game. Hopefully the Sabres can kick it off with a big win. Mm-hmm. That's right. They will go <laughs> at least go – let's at least go one for two on the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can sweep the day. Oh, there goes my microphone. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll sweep the day. Maybe. Hopefully it's the Bills, <laughs> but – yeah. Um, go Bills. Go, go Bills. Bills. Go Bills. Yeah. And I, I work I work before both of them, too. So I may wear my Color Rush Tyrod Taylor jersey to work. And then, That's right. It's red. Yeah. You got to wear anything red. Yeah. Or I could wear my, my red butter knives. Oh, yeah. I could do either. Mm-hmm. But I got to show my Bills spirit. That's my right. Old, old target. But, yeah. yeah go Bills. Go. Go Bills, go Sabres. Um, not very often that we're still talking go Bills at this time of the year. So No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, go Wait. Bills, go Sabres. Seriously, uh, when was the last time the Bills and Sabres played on the same day in January? Oh, my God. <laughs> has it ever? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it has happened. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad they – they switched the time of the Sabres game, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that's just so, I don't know. Imagine being a player on the Sabres, though. Doesn't this have to galvanize you? <laughs> and Maybe. you're like. They're all Bills fans, though. They'll, they understand. Yeah. They're, they're excited. Mm-hmm. But you except gotta be like. For, except for Eichel. He, he's probably bitter. He could care less. 
Yeah, like, the big whatever. big Patriots fan. Lots yeah. of uh, Tom Brady lovers. I think last episode we talked about like the where they hold up their placards and like they show their favorite athlete, what, what year they're. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, lots of players on the Sabers showed Tom Brady as their uh, athletic figure, if you will. Hmm. Mm. A nice, a nice Sabres sweep of the Capitals this weekend will be huge. They'll they'll yeah. be back in it, and they'll have a chance to make some separation, if possible, yes. and get so a big, big win over a good team. Big sports weekend for Buffalo. Let's hope that mm-hmm. they come out on top. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else you want to mention before we sign off? Uh, quickly, you know what I've been thinking of a, a lot uh, lately. What's that? In two thousand seven, Darcy Regeer really thought that Dinah Zubris was enough <laughs> to put them over the top and beat the Ducks. You know? like Yeah, I think I, I, think you, I saw you tweet that the I other I tweeted day. that. You got to think, like, okay, in June, we're going to be facing the, the Anaheim Ducks. Dinah Zubris will put us over the top. <laughs> well, Darcy's teams, he always had that one one trade pickup. Yes. As a deadline. Steve Bernier. Second, second round pick, Steve Bernier, Dominic Moore. Rafi Torres. Rafi Torres for patient a second. Yeah, Dominic Moore. That was uh, and Zubris, who they, I don't think they ended up keeping any of them, right? Uh, no, uh, was gone. Zubris ooh, was gone. Ooh, Brad Boys. I liked him. Brad Boys was around for what, two years, I think. Mm-hmm. He was okay. Yeah. All of them are okay players, though. I remember yeah. when Bernier came in in that Campbell trade, he scored two goals in his debut and then that was a his first goal was sick yeah i'll never forget the rj call he did it again he did it again <laughs> oh those were the days those were the days can can we have that like can we trade a second round pick for a guy and just I know. a rental that's that, those, that's the dream i want to i want to live in those days again <laughs> yeah where at least you're fighting for a chance jason bottle tried to give us that with wayne simmons and Mm-hmm. Of course, we only got like seven or eight games of that until everything got shut down. But anyways, we digress. We digress. Yeah. All right. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, we're going to get back to weekly episodes. I think we're doing Fridays starting next week. We'll yeah, do Fridays. that's the plan. Friday, mm-hmm. Friday morning, Friday afternoon, we'll have a new episode of the Charging Buffalo podcast each and every week and we're going to bring that consistency back now that we're finally having hockey again. So hope you enjoyed. Let us know. Subscribe to the podcast on Sound, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you're so kind. If you enjoyed, um, check out thechargerbuffalo.net for pretty much daily Sabres content at this point. Uh, check out my Pierre Luc Dubois article on why the Sabres should acquire him also game recap that i wrote for yesterday's game against the flyers check that out as well so if you enjoyed let us know follow us on twitter and instagram at the charging buff you can follow us on twitter as well joe tcb nhl and lvketcb and we'll be back next friday for another installment of the podcast and have a good day bye bye